Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Stand By Me, the podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Reese. And I'm here with a very, very special guest today, Miss Stephanie Williams. Hi, hey. Steph. Hey. How are you? I'm doing very well today. Um, and it's the middle of the day, so that is saying a lot. Yes. Two snaps for that, because this is usually nap time for me, but... <laughs> <laughs> Um, Steph, um, so I met Steph through Twitter because Steph makes incredible Twitter content. Um, just literally got to, I feel like I repost and retweet everything you post. Um, but why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Um, what do you do? What are you working on? Um, and then, you know, the most important fact, um, what's your Zodiac sign? <laughs> <laughs> So I will say the zodiac sign up front, so I don't forget that part. And I am a Gemini. Uh, if you yeah. follow me long enough on Twitter, that is probably very obvious. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what do I do? So I am a science researcher, electron microscopist, turn a freelance writer. So I basically turn my back on the nine to five to pursue uh, my dreams, which happen well I guess it happened over time but it still feels like it happened all of a sudden and I'm still adjusting to it but I currently write mostly for uh, sci-fi fangirls where you can find like all of my commentary on what comics I'm reading or shows um, I'm into or movies I do a deja vu series that they have there a lot so that's really me watching some movies for the first time and y'all getting a chance to get a peek into <laughs> <laughs> what happens while I'm watching movies off edibles. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it makes for amazing articles. Nonetheless, I enjoy every one of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mostly everything I write has, is a little, has a little, a little bit of a cannabis influence on it. So um, I love that. Just so you know, yeah, just so you know, this little far out there as well. Yes, normalized writing on cannabis. Sis. Right? I'm with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today we're going to get into um, one of Stephanie's and I's like mutual favorite franchises of all time, the X-Men, the animated series, 90s tier gold messy goodness. <laughs> Um, Steph, what was your first interaction um, with the X-Men? Like, what was your inter- like introdu- uh, introduction to it? So my first introduction to the X-Men uh, came by way of being at the laundromat. What? Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> and the reason why that was, um, I don't know if my parents were either getting... Um, some stuff redone in the house or whatever. All I know is that we didn't, a washing and dryer was not working. So we were at the laundromat um, in Harvey, Illinois, if anybody is from- Oh California. my God. No yes, I am. Yes. But there is a laundromat that is, um, I forgot what, uh, is it off of Halsted? I think it's off Halsted. But anyway, like there was an X-Men game in there. And oh. also a uh, Ninja Turtles game. So my first introduction to X-Men, as I really remember it, was playing that game. And then from there, as far as like the comics and the cartoon show, um, those all kind of happened all at once. So my brother was 
reading X-Men and I had like seen comics and stuff like that, but never really picked them up. But it wasn't until I seen like Storm and Forge on the cover. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I think this is from, is this still, Unc- I think that's still from the Uncanny X-Men run. And I was like, oh, let me open this up. And I was like, oh. All right, so pictures and words. So same as <laughs> school. This is cute. And it just kind of went from there. But yeah, like I only reason why I recently thought about that, my brother and I were talking, and um he's like, Yeah, do you remember that X-Men game we used to play all the time when we were at the And I was like, you know what? Yes. I was it the one that had Dazzler in yep. it? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> so it's that one and then there is another game that stands out um i think it was on sega and they, all i remember is that they were in the jungle in the beginning and he used to always pick me off because no matter not the savage land girl yes, yes that's what it was it was a savage land and i hated that level so much um, <laughs> because it never worked out like it was just very irritating to get through i mean i feel like okay that's something i'm gonna come back to in the middle of the episode, because X-Men games was such, like, god-tier level gaming. Yes. I had so much fun. Like, X-Men Next Dimension, yes. X-Men Legends. Come on, Legends. Yes! The what? precursor to Marvel Ultimate Alliance. <laughs> so my husband had a... What did he... He uh, cracked his PS3 or whatever. So he was able to upload all those OPS2 games on Twitter. Right. I saw that on Twitter. Listen, I was like, you know what? I know that sexual marriage is just like not to be these needs. You know what? We're going to have a point on this one. Um, so this works out. And I set up and I played Legends, I think, for like two weeks straight. Oh my God, did you play the first one or the second one? The first one. And then I was supposed to move on to the second one. I was like, I'll never get anything done. So let me not. So it's next on my list. Oh my God. Steph, I'm so jealous. I'm so sorry. If I could share, I would. Like, I remember vividly playing the, um, the, oh my God, it's the, um, I forget what stage it is, but you could only play with Xavier, Emma, and Jean. Uh, what stage are they? I think they're on the astral plane. They are. Yes. And like, I just remember gagging at Xavier's one piece in there because he has a whole like white leotard. Yes. Like my memory is pristine when it comes to X-Men games. It's ridiculous. But it clearly mine isn't. And I just got done playing it at the beginning of the summer. Um, you like what? What was she? I think doing? I was memory. I was just taking it all in because for whatever reason, I missed Legends that first one the first time around when it was out on PS2. Really? Right. I don't know how that happened. I just get right to two and then just never circle back to the first one. Oh damn! Yeah, I, that was sad. So I'm. I apologize for myself. <laughs> Not you atoning for your sins. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> take me to the king. Um, I feel like I remember playing. Um, I was in high school. Um, when I played the first X Men Legends, and I remember it was the first game that I like pulled an all nighter on. Because I was getting my ass twerked by the Morlocks. (laughs) I was stuck in the Morlock tunnels for a good six hours and had all the angst of a nice um, 15-year-old kid. So um, it it wasn't working out too hot. I'm sure it wasn't. I would have been hot. 
Yeah, I was. And it was like one of, because I remember in the first X-Men Legends, there was like a, um, there's a certain point in the Morlock Tunnels where you are too far beyond the reach of a checkpoint <laughs> to, to, um, to either save or like add health to your characters. So I was just like, on the verge of death with all four of my bitches. And <laughs> it was rough. But anywho. <laughs> um, okay. So I feel like getting back to the cartoon, um, what were your first like initial thoughts? I I feel like I know the general consensus. Like for me, um, like for me, Storm was one of the few dark, like darker um, black characters I remember um, in animation. And so that was like, one of the instant draws for me. Um, but what was your like personal connection to the actual cartoon? I think it was just the fact that I was like, oh wow, so there's a cartoon as well for this game and you know, this comics and stuff that I love. And I just thought it was amazing because the voice acting was so dramatic. And my yes. I spent a lot of time um, at my grandmother's house and my parents working and everything. Um, so she watched soap operas. And the cadence and like the drama in that translated to me in X-Men. So I was Oh like, my God. Yes. <laughs> so like, that is so oh wow. I've never thought of that stuff. It, you know what did it? It was Storm. All so listen, I love Storm. I really do from the bottom of my heart. But every time, like the theatrics in letting us know what she was getting ready to do, like Jubilee is struggling. And Storm is like takes a whole 20 seconds to let us know that she is calling upon the Arctic winds. Uh-huh. Jubilee, I don't know if she could hold it for that long, but I still love <laughs> it though. But <laughs> it really reminded me of like that just extra drama, all of it. And I just loved it. So I was like, I don't have to sit up. I still sit up and watch Days of Our Lives and stuff. But, oh my God. <laughs> um, I just love, I was like, wow, so cartoons, but soap operas. And that's pretty much how I equate a lot of comics. So if that's a little tidbit, if you all are wondering like why I say some of the stuff I do is because some of these things, they just they just come together. Like it just makes me think of all the soap operas and all of that stuff I used to watch when I was younger. I feel like this is one of the reasons why I love Gemini's in particular, because I feel like you guys think about things in a way that I never would have. <laughs> Um, but that makes so much sense, especially like when you're thinking about like the X-Men comics, because um, I've always joked that the comics are just like family soap operas, like in just big burst. It's like action, action, and then <laughs> a good two arcs of family drama and God knows what else. Um, <laughs> but wow, I feel like I know you better now, Steph. Oh, see, I'm happy. So you brought that little tidbit out. I've actually never shared that before. Oh my <laughs> so, god! Yes, we love exclusive. Yes. Uh, new Monica, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, uh, unrelated. I still need a Monica enslaved uh, cosplay. I need it. I need it to happen. I tweeted about it before. I need it to happen. I mean the the half bang have. Yes, I feel like you are on to something here. And oh I wish, I mean, Gunica makes sense for Slade. <laughs> Don't, right? <laughs> so, I mean, whenever we're able to go to comic conventions, whenever they're right in the I year 2025, <laughs> right? 
So y'all have time. I am begging one of you Black cosplayers. I love you so much. You deserve all your flowers. I'm begging y'all to put, just slap slap a piece of uh, a track or something over the sleigh helmet. <laughs> Give me a nice little eyeliner on the side uh, and walk around playing, um, what, you know what? Blade what, <laughs> what song would, would work for Slave from Monica? Yes. I I see that vision. Okay. I see it. I don't think I could complete the vision, but I feel like there's some girls out there that could. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So I, just for you, Steph, like when watching, um, when watching like X-Men, I have a nice little list. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I have a nice little laundry list that we go. I'm ready. Okay. It's it's not that bad. So we're going to talk about the highlights of the show. So I first want to address the villains. I just Let's feel like... Get the X- to it. Let's yes. Get I feel like the it. X-Men villains are iconic. So, okay. First off, do you have any favorite X-Men villains? You know I do, Mr. Sinister. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> that is Petty Queen. I I love if I so I really really would love to write a Marvel comic one day. Um I see it in your happens, future. I, I really I, do. I really do too and I'm like trying to like really lean into that cuz you know sometimes you just don't want to cuz you don't want to be like disappointed. But I, I see right. it too. And if that ever does when it, when it does happen I need just it could be a Mr. Sinister one shot, or just let me use him in any way that I can because Mr. Sinister always gave me Ricky Lake, um, <laughs> Jesse Raphael. Yes, like okay, so but like <laughs> in a demented way, and just him and Mojo. Yes, the like, acrylic nails from Mojo. How could? How is it that our generation wouldn't love things like reality TV show and like Real Housewives and whatever? Because hello, it's been yes. from jump. You are absolutely right, especially when I think about Mojo. Because I love. Have you um, have you been reading a new X Factor? I sure have. Yes, like I love that they're taking it there already. Same. Because I'm just like, listen, between the millennials and the Gen Z girls, like, I'm trying to see what mutants doing on TikTok. <laughs> this is <laughs> right. This is what we need to see. I'm like, this is this is what we need to see. Um, for me, this is like the future of content. So I, oh my god, you got me thinking of like a Mr. Sinister talk show. It would. Be, um, I, it would be amazing. It would be the best thing ever because he was already playing mind games. Anyway, like the level of petty it's to set up all of that. Um, because if I'm remembering this right, and I should be, like the whole thing was Scott and Jean getting married, but not really getting married. Yes. Like how it was a ruse, right? I feel and, like in that episode, somebody should have like ran down the on uh, the side of the island, like they do in Maury. <laughs> like just have Cyclops like bulleting down the like down the island with a camera crew following him. I need that. 
if it was within my um my editing powers as I am trying to like really uh hone this craft or whatever, I would I would totally make that. I mean, this is a blessing. It's probably a blessing that I cannot draw that well <laughs> or I did not get into animation because y'all you think you're tired of me just putting music over <laughs> your favorite video? I mean, your favorite animated shows. I would be banned. Okay. Because I would act a fool. See, <laughs> sidebar, how does this stuff come to you, Steph? Please tell me. So, 70% of the time, probably because I'm high, but <laughs> sometimes I'll just be sitting and I'll be watching something and I'm like, wait. So uh, more recently, I was watching um, One Man's Worth, an episode from X-Men. Right. For um, Slayer Fest. And at the end, it was already funny without the music. But it just made me think of Mary J. Blige's No More Drama, like that opening, because that opening. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I get it. Like, that's the vision for the song. But like, it was just so dramatic. And the ending of. Uh, part one of that episode is like this real slow down um, take of Xavier basically getting ready to die um, <laughs> because somebody planted a bomb. Which you were not mad at. I was not mad. I was very happy, but it was still <laughs> funny because like, you these slow warped voices and I was like, you know what go well with this? No more drama. And sure enough, I went and I found the instrumental to that be, uh, to that song <laughs> like in the beginning. <laughs> and I was like, yep, this works. So it's always just random. Like it just clicks. And I I love it when it happens organically like that, because it, it I, I never miss when I do that. I've only, I mean, when I've like tried to force stuff, I'm like, oh, well, this is going to work. Like, just let it sit. It'll come to you later. I feel like literally every video I've seen on your timeline, like just seems like a nice organic fit. So if you have ever forced two of those properties together, I would never know. <laughs> but the Mystique video, of course, is still my fave. I, you know what? And I'm so happy that you asked me to do. That's actually the first time I actually sat and thought for a little while. Like, so what would work with this, right? Um, yeah. And I was like, wait, Flo Millie. Yeah. Okay. Put it together. Find that edit where uh, she morphs into a wolf. That worked, and it just all it, it just all came together. I was really happy about that. No, like that, I, it I was smiled so hard when that when that synced, <laughs> synced so perfectly. I just I have a picture of you in my head whenever you've like finished uploading these videos to Twitter, <laughs> and you know how like in anime. Do you remember like um, Sailor Saturn's dad? In yeah. Sailor Moon, how his glasses would just be blocked out, just all white. <laughs> well, like this devilish grin. This is this is the this is how I imagine you. Like once you've uploaded, you're like, yes, it's over for you, hoes. You um, absolutely aren't wrong at all. Because when I uploaded that jagged edge over, um, bruh, listen, because I was doing it or whatever, and like my husband overheard it. He was like, "Why the hell does that go?" What did you do? So then I showed him. And he was like, "You, we got to get you out the house." I'm like, "You absolutely do need to get me out the house." But it just it worked 
so well. And that was another thing that just randomly came to me like on a Sunday because I was supposed to be doing something else. I was supposed to be like researching more <laughs> Kitty Pride stuff um, for this marble piece. And I was like, but actually let me let me just let, let, let me just, just see something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> let me put a little seasoning on something. Right. A little a little lorries. <laughs> Okay, so so that brings me to, okay, so you have Sinister on Team Petty. I feel like if we are building Ultimate Team Petty, I have to throw in Mystique. Yes. She she deserves. She really does. I'm like, anybody who uh, would excel in doing um, social security scams for the tax time, definitely. Because she could fund her own brotherhood of mutants that way. She really could. Because I feel like if Mystique was in 2020, like she's low-key managed to get at least four four of these Trump checks. (laughs) Oh my right. Meanwhile, half the people haven't even gotten theirs. And right. on the second one. Oh my God. She definitely would have had at least four Trump uh Trump Yeah. Wow. She would have had like a stimulus check package times 15. She's like, listen, I'm every woman, man and child. <laughs> me. Even among mutants trusted by no one. I don't have a life of my own. I just steal little bits from other people's lives. But that's how I survive. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I want to put Rogue on that team before she gets to the X-Men. Um, I mean, I just watched that episode, too. <laughs> I just watched that episode, like, 15 minutes before we start recording. And low-key, I kind of wish they would have um, actually pulled from the book um, for that episode. Because for some of the episodes, they do. But for this one, they switched it up. And it's still funny either way. Yeah. But in the book, uh, when Rogue actually seeks out Xavier for help and everything, everyone's like, hell no. Like, uh-huh. no, she's shady. We don't want this. And then uh, Carol shows up after she done left talking to her mama and she going through her feelings and stuff and she shows up and like bro is there like, wait a minute so basically everybody charles somehow manages to win everybody over for rogue and her and uh carol gets tussling and carol like knocks her out to space and when she comes back down you know charles is like quit y'all or whatever and Carol, you know, I found forgiveness in my heart. You need to find forgiveness too. And like, Carol, like, nigga, fuck you. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and she, like, she leaves. And I love it because no, like, absolutely not. Like this woman stole my entire, my entire life. I'm yeah. not going to forgive her. Like, what are you talking about right now? And I just hated how they wrote the rest of the X-Men, like kind of agreeing with Charles, but it kind of makes sense because he is a manipulative, bald-head bitch. So <laughs> in great, incompetent fool! Professor, I am here to destroy you. <laughs> I I mean, it's like I was when I was watching that episode, um, and my boyfriend was watching it with me, and he was like, "Okay, you know what? This is." He was like, "I know we, you know, we we gag on the X Men expenses, but it's like this is kind of fucked up." And I was like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. the fact that they imprisoned Miss Marvel in Rose's mind, it was just like, oh, girl, you can go ham." 
she having too many flare-ups. It's just so dirty. Um, it is. Especially considering everything this Marvel has, like, gone through with the Avengers. Her whole having a baby by her, like, rapist oh thing. That was, like, a whole... Yeah. You know, and I wrote about that in one of these days. I'm actually going to... It's probably going to happen very soon, like, next month soon. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write about how terrible the Avengers are. This may, might have to be a two-parter. How terrible the Avengers are to the women. Oh, absolutely. That's yeah. (laughs) How terrible they are to the X Men and just mutants. Period. Because because the Avengers are cops. (laughs) Oh, the damn way! I can't even make any arguments against that. Like they, they really are. They are girl a cap. (laughs) Like, (laughs) (laughs) like I feel like the Avengers are giving you. Um, all lives matter. Um, you know, um, uh, the the no vaccine girls. We won't be wearing masks in, in these parts. Like, I just they give me very much that energy. And um, yeah, fuck the Avengers. Hawkeye is definitely not wearing a mask. He's definitely walking into Walmart and saying, "I will absolutely not wear a mask." Okay. On his way to get his Vienna sausages. (laughs) (laughs) And no shade to Vienna sausages because uh, my grandparents are from the deep south. And even though he was in Chicago, Illinois, it didn't matter. All those southern necessities, like I've had a couple of Vienna sausages. I ain't gonna lie. (laughs) I love your transparency, but I I do really see that for Hawkeye. Like, I just feel like Bruce Banner would definitely walk into a Dwayne Reed, a Walgreens, um, <laughs> and be like, girl, you know, I, girl, I fuck with gamma rays. I don't need to wear a mask. Right. <laughs> it was like, I will be okay. okay. Like, I, like <laughs> the health is a concern about this. <laughs> right. I, yeah. She, she gives me Karen energy all day long. But, okay, so any other villains you want to throw in the gauntlet that should be highlighted in the animated series? Like, any other favorites? It's going to have to be Emma, even though technically she isn't a villain now. Um, but in the series, she was nothing but that. Yeah. So watching the episode that's fresh in my mind where, um, and I'm glad they switched it up a little bit because it was, like, very slavish um, in the comic, but I'm talking about when uh-huh. they try to uh, get control of uh, Jean and the Dark Phoenix. Yeah. Because, like, you know, it was somebody else who would actually have a great talk show. But anyway. Yes. Uh, oh my God. Yes. That's this gone with the wind type of lost at sea thing for Jean. And I just <laughs> like <laughs> Because Emma and them doggone cuckoos, they will set it up. They they really will. I feel like the like Emma and the cuckoos should have a real Housewives franchise. I want it so much. Well then, by all means, let's get started. I just so bad. give us the Potomac of the X Men. Like Hellfire Club Potomac is that's oh yes I think I've tweeted that before but I was watching (laughs) that is it Hellfire Potomac yes Hellfire I mean because how they they have very (laughs) extreme moments of elitism oh absolutely (laughs) Uh, and all of that and it's just so 
I don't like you want to hate them, but you can't because something about the group is just too strong. I it, it really is. Like I I know we're supposed to eat the rich, but I want to keep them around just for entertainment. I mean, solely for the fact that they stay stepping on the X-Men's neck. <laughs> I just all the time and only sebastian shaw can make mutton chops look good i'm sorry (laughs) i'm not even gonna lie to you so i don't remember what issue this is but it's the one where storm ends up going on kind of a date with shaw um yeah i'll send you the i usually have these issue numbers in my mind but i can't think of it right now but it's from the early 90s okay and um and i think i posted a panel from it because Storm actually snaps on Xavier. So this is when she's still in her Moesha mode, where she's really trying to like, figure <laughs> things out, but being a little irritating at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Mm-hmm. And um, so she gets all cute or whatever, and she shows up at the Hellfire Club, and Shaw's like trying to woo her and stuff. It doesn't work out because Shaw ain't shit. But <laughs> low key I was kind of hoping that it would work out just a little bit so we could see that because Sean and Storm together it's like you know what maybe I could see that is a beautiful couple yeah for one night I mean she out here sorry this is a, a for real unrelated but related I was reading um Star Lord, because again, like I was doing like some Kitty Pride stuff, and oh yeah, that whole that was disgusting. She I, she can't stay away from a Peter to save her life, girl. Okay. Oh. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like y'all really forced this, but okay. But at oh. the, towards the end, um, there's Storm and Rocket Raccoon. Oh my God! Okay, I saw those panels you tweeted. I didn't tweet them out of context. Like the context is all there. Storm flirting with Rocket. So Just, oh, I understand furries. I get it. I totally yeah. do. Like you want to have sex with the fox from BNA? Totally understand it. I get it. Uh-huh. But Rocket Raccoon is a raccoon. Is a raccoon from out that would be in your garbage can right now. The <laughs> only thing humanoid about him is his voice, and I, he doesn't. I don't, would imagine that he does not have that great of a mouthpiece to talk you up out your draw. So when I <laughs> saw that, I said, now you know what? I rebuke it. <laughs> I absolutely rebuke it. Like, I know. Send it back. Ooh. So anyway. I have that to was traumatizing. Yeah. I'm still but, getting over it. Between that and the Spider-Man slap. Listen. The I disrespect. <laughs> and I have some more uh, storm panels that I've found where she has been disrespected. And I'm like, what have y'all been, like, what are you doing? What? You're writing a Marvel comic. They give you, they say, yeah, like, hey, you can have Storm in this. And you're just like, okay, so like, what's the weirdest thing I can do? I want penitentiary, all of you. Wow. Yeah. Uh, we can't all, we, I'm, I'm for abolishing things, but let's keep the jails open for them. Yeah. Which reminds me of Josh Boone's whole thing with the new mutants. See. See. You know what? We're not going to talk about that. Okay, we're not. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm really getting into, you know, magic or whatever. And I really like my girl. I love magic. Okay. Like, she's great. And the magic miniseries is fucking incredible. 
But to have our girl just um, saying a slew of racist, <laughs> like, remarks to Danny, I was like, yeah, I'm like, okay, no, this is, I mean, maybe Sam Guthrie. <laughs> May, okay, right, maybe. I'm like, if you would have did that, whatever, sure. But I'm like, you really managed to make a X-Men movie for racists, which is hilarious it's just hilarious because what <laughs> it's the x-men exactly make an Avengers movie for races sure have at it <laughs> because like you could definitely make that happen but girl they already you, there okay <laughs> already <laughs> there but to use like x-men and mutants that way i'm just like wow please stop giving white people um <laughs> truly free range over these characters i don't care if they created them to take them out their hands. Uh-huh. I'm just, you know what? I'm glad that's the last we got of that with Fox. Bless. <laughs> yeah, that was a little a little dusty. It was giving me white refrigerator vibes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your last one's going to be Emma. I feel like if I had to throw one more in there, I would say it's a wild card, Lady Deathstrike. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm for that. I just, I feel like Lady Deathstrike in 2020 has a Finsta that she using to message Logan <laughs> to catch him up on all his lies. Absolutely. It, yes. I, I feel like entanglement. That is her. <laughs> <laughs> My God, yes, you're right. <laughs> that is her. I just, like, I just remember as a kid being like, oh, she is relentless. She won't let this go. I'm like, why is she so upset? Is is Logan's oh, D that good? But you know what? I believe it is. Oh, I, I mean, it's warranted. I exactly. I, I kind of believe that Wolverine has patented good D. Um oh, without a doubt. You don't live that long. Right. A, so eventually he ran into the right one to <laughs> have to do the thing. So I mean, that should not even be up for argument. I mean, you like why you just but millennia of education. He, you know what? He needs his own TikTok to teach some of these niggas out here today. Okay, and real quick, Yukio Logan Storm. Yes, that is a trifecta I need. Okay, I well, you're gonna get it. So, um, for Living Heroes, you are about to get a trifecta. Really. Um, okay, because the very way, last page of it. So the yeah. way your artist draws Yukio, she looks so good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this you is real, disrespectful. <laughs> Give him real big just <laughs> And I was totally here for it. So I just have to mention that. Like you're about to get a trifecta. Oh my God, I'm so excited. But I feel like anytime I've looked at that artwork, I just feel like she says, go get the strap. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> go get the strap. Okay. So do you have any, like, um, what are your, some, like, what are some of your go-to episodes from the cartoon? Which I know it's a lot because we got five seasons. I low-key don't count season five because, you know, the whole oh. Philippine production. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Storm's waiting to um, exhale moment in that season. <laughs> So that's so that's definitely a go-to that one. Yeah, it reminds me of wait the exhale. Yes, I 
I don't know how to explain that episode to people who are not familiar with the X-Men. I've really struggled with it. You know what? I might, I'm probably going to end up posting. Wow. You're really, I'm not getting nothing. I'm not getting anything done today. (laughs) As soon as we we are not talking anymore, I'm going to put something together, but it's definitely. Oh my God. I'm so excited. that episode um it's the Iceman one um uh-huh. so recently watching i forgot how much i enjoyed that one because we get x-factor in that one uh, or X-Force. Right, yeah x-force or x-factor i think it's x x-force okay well i know we get one of the girls so yeah we get one of the <laughs> and strong guy and lorna and i was like wow uh bobby yo Tiny, time for you to chill. Ooh, you got love. And <laughs> I was for Cyclops' brother, and I was like, that that hurts a lot. So it's definitely that one. Um, uh, the episode, I think it might be a two-parter, but it's the whole Morlock situation. So, Oh, girl. Is it the Morlock uh, Christmas special? No, not the Christmas special, but the one where like Storm, they have, they do like their version of Callisto and Storm fighting. Uh, I think it's a two- the reason why I love it because it starts with drama, like Wolverine is hurt and that's where I got that clip from. Wolverine <laughs> is hurt and like Jean Grey seeing about him and then like her and Sky go on a date and thing, things just go sideways. Left anytime they go out anywhere. <laughs> It just goes sideways. I'm like, damn. And then of course, like Xavier's big bald head pops up. And listen, I don't have anything against folks that have bald heads. I think they're beautiful. I just hate Xavier and I like I mean any any <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm gonna tell you this right now so that when it when it happens, you're not gonna kill me through Twitter. I'm um I'm planning my next tattoo and um <laughs> Um, I'm getting House of X, Xavier and Mags. Hey, I'm I'm not mad at it at all. Okay, I'm, I'm I'm like, it is a very because I too loathe Xavier, but there's <laughs> something about Xavier's cuntiness in House of X that just listen here for it. And like I, of course, I love Xavier, or whatever. But also at the same time, I think it's because I just understand the character in a way now where. I'm just like, wow, you are so terrible, but... I mean, I feel like it It kind of reminds you of, like, when you realize your parents are human. Yes! Yes, it is. It is exactly that. But I feel like I feel like a lot of us had our adult relationships <laughs> um, when it came to, like, figuring out Xavier, like, who and what he is. You'd be like, oh, oh, girl, a lot of shit that she was doing was, like, not cute. <laughs> and that's why... I'm living for House of X and Powers of X. I'm like, okay, so both y'all, you, Magneto, Apocalypse, all y'all get it now. And I'm happy that you do because (laughs) these kids, they've been treating the other mutants that are not a part of their camps yet like they're fighting over custody. Like all of them. Like they're all in custody court over mutants and they're like, no, I'm going to get, I'm going to get Bobby on the weekends. And it's just, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not, <laughs> not bobby on the weekends girl yeah doing a little trade off at mcdonald's but um <laughs> in the in the play pit 
Yes, and the fit. <laughs> Bobby Blue Chaperone by Jubilee. <laughs> but I think, oh, and also one more episode, and that's the first two episodes, and it's another two-parter, and that's Night of the Sentinels. Oh, absolutely. Night where the comic, we get some of that from that comic, Ladies Night, where they literally do go to the mall to shop to they drop and yes at Ross fashions right? <laughs> so uh, those would be some of my go-tos and I'm just like you know let me cut this on real quick yeah I feel like if I think about like my instantaneously go-to episodes it's definitely the Phoenix melodrama but I will I will throw out like throw it out there you gotta be in the mood <laughs> you have to be in the mood to watch Especially the the first part of the Phoenix saga, because that's when you're not really getting Gene, you know, tossing stuff around and being god-like cosmic level of She-Ra Queen of the Universe. You just getting her fainting for the first, you know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, girl, for real? Like they don't have no vitamins there. They ask you, they got you out here, your blood sugar that low. <laughs> Her blush, I swear, I tell one of my friends today, Jean needs to have a partnership with Excedrin. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, she... <laughs> I'm about to do something really terrible. Yes, please! Tell me, edits up out of this. Let me put this in my nose. Yes, I, I'm like, if nothing else, okay, see, you know what? I got a portion of this that I... I Oh, I can't wait till we get there. We we almost there though. <laughs> okay, I feel like one of the things you and I talk about a lot on Twitter, and I know you knew this was coming up, so we got to talk about X fashions. Oh, please, yes, let's yes, do yes. So, who I forgot about, but I saw today, and I was like, oh my god, how did I forget about Eric the Red? How? How did I forget about Eric the Red? Absolutely. The like Eric the Red is the licorice man from Candy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, hi, like red leather boots. The I don't even know what to call his top piece. Like it's it's like half of a harness with the helmet on, with the gloves, like. He's in, okay, and then we got the straps that cross over the front. Exactly. Fashion Nova before Fashion Nova knew what they were. Yeah. A, hold on, but sometimes, so in the show, they have it where the boots go all the way up. Yes. But there's another image of him where they are short shorts. So you, get, you, get, so you get a real nasty Mary J. Blige boot. <laughs> <laughs> with the biker shorts it's listen oh my god <laughs> I don't know if they'll accept this pitch but maybe they will but I was gonna do um like boots that Mary J Blige would love in comics and Eric Durant is like on um oh my god I'm trying to think I'm like oh my god who else from the X-Men will have some Mary J Blige worthy boots definitely sinister Definitely sinister. You know, I love that he's got like just like a little kitten heel too. It's just like a little inch and a half off the ground. You know who else is running around the kitten heel? Wolverine. 
Yes. But that in uniform, like in his like civilian clothes or whatever, like Logan loves a nice little low low profile heel. Yes. Ooh, ooh, hold on. I feel like. I feel like Wolverine used to wear Tracy Adams. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's without a doubt. Yes, the Deacon fashions. Oh, oh, okay. That's what it is. I feel like Mary J will want some mystique boots. Oh, yes. With the slit. With yes. the with the I don't even know what to call that. The the dress slit thing. I, I don't know how to. Me and all my fashion knowledge, I do not know. Oh, yeah, I was, was going to leave it to you because I'm like, I definitely don't know. I just know that. <laughs> I I just feel like somebody took, you know, a bodycon dress <laughs> <laughs> and just took a razor to the side. So it was like, oh, girl, I can breathe. <laughs> Either way, and you might as well throw Emma in there too because she, ooh, she loves a long boot. Okay. Wear and throw a little fur coat over it. Okay, Stephanie. So since you grew up in the Chicagoland area, please, please tell me you remember these commercials. Emma, okay. Do you remember Adriana first? I was just saying, I was getting ready. Yes! <laughs> so that is, so I promise you, and I'm so serious about this. I always equated her to their first. Always. And I've been struggling to yes. find a clip um, from either Wolverine and X-Men or X-Men Evolution or something, or maybe from the OG X-Men to put that music over. Yes. So I'm not going to embarrass myself and sing it, but... <laughs> I was singing it in my mind, but I'm like, well, I can't hit them notes. Okay. I just love that we could have this because... <laughs> so all of my friends in Chicago, literally on site, we will sing the entire commercial from start to finish. <laughs> like, this is how we greet each other. <laughs> like, is <laughs> And I swore when I got older, like, I was going to get me a fur coat from there. But one, I don't even think they're open anymore. And I'm like, I will burn up in North Carolina. Yes. I, I feel like I forgot what mall they were in. I want to say Evergreen. I was getting ready to say Evergreen, but then I thought about it. I was like, well, would it be Evergreen? But yes, because there was a time where Evergreen Mall was an ever-black mall. Yes. I think now now is back to being Evergreen. They've done some stuff, but yeah, they were definitely an Evergreen Mall. Oh my God. I I have not been to Evergreen in years. Like, oh my God. Wow. I went like 80% of them stores was closed. Yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of like, did you guys go to River Oaks too? Uh-huh. So my, the last time I was at home for Christmas, my grandma was like, ooh, come with me. I need to, um, I need to go to Sprint to pick up something. And I'm like, girl, what are you picking up at Sprint? <laughs> but, but we went to River Oaks and it was literally a Sprint, uh, Annie's pretzels and like, um, I think Coles or Macy's, like one of those two. And I was just like, okay, so uh, River Oaks is not thriving. No, but I remember they used to be the spot. Although uh, my brother's car seat got stolen out of my mama car outside of JC. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
And it was still like, uh, so that mall used to be, you know, out like an outside mall or whatever. Then they right. closed it up. So this is when it was still like technically an outside mall. Yeah, they showed up, saw that car seat and said, Ooh. I can't want to uh, to Berlin. Yeah, River River Oaks was because I used to go to Thorn Ridge and uh, <laughs> the treachery. Oh, listen! Uh, I was supposed to go to Thornton, and Mom said absolutely not. <laughs> she said, "Hell no, <laughs> we will not be doing that. <laughs> not in this house." Oh, no. um, <laughs> yes, your your mama did right by you because Thornton was the ickies. <laughs> But my mom went to Thorn Ridge, and actually, I might have seen you a couple of times because my uncle and aunt live right across the way from um, Thorn Ridge High's uh, baseball field in that little park. Really? Yes, literally right across. Um, and unfortunately, my uncle uh, was a fan. He was <laughs> he was chief of police of Dalton for about a year. And then some stuff happened because they were being shady and he left. Um, but before that, he was um, a police detective for them for ooh, like 15 years. It was like a long time. That's crazy. I stayed in Dalton a lot. I was yeah, over there. Probably at the time I was living on Sibley. My yeah. house was, yeah, my house was literally, um, what was that lemonade restaurant that was like? Oh, um, yes. Baba's or some shit like that. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Okay. So my house was literally like across the street, like directly across the street from it. Child, we probably we, we probably did. And I hated everybody in the burbs. I really did. <laughs> I'm sure that you did. Because I try to tell people that the experience of living in the south suburb area of Chicago is almost kind of similar to being in on the south side period because it blends. Yeah because every it just blends uh yeah um for a bunch of different ways different reasons <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's the damn same it really is um yeah it was you know what yeah we gonna we gonna talk about this after the episode because <laughs> um all i'll say is i was never robbed until i moved to the suburbs <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, so you know, I know. Uh, exactly. Um, yeah, I used to have to take the Metro and get off at the stop at Harvey, and woof, child. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna make it tonight. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Back with the ex fashions. I wrote down Beast little Burberry trench and fedora number. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well, hello, but just that. No shoes, no nothing. No. <laughs> yes. Oh, acrylic, acrylic toenails just scratching across the ground. Oh, my Lord. He definitely, yes. I, I'm here for that. We uh, also, uh, It was giving me a pimp name slip back tease. Like... <laughs> hair is yeah, the rest of his hair might be matted but i'm telling you the hair on his head is still pressed all the time <laughs> yes oh my god i've never thought about it but it makes so much sense <laughs> so Be- wait can blow out yeah you thought so you brought up beast which makes me think of saber tooth and oh. <laughs> today i'm like this is definitely giving me body time yes but- that fur piece, because that's not a, that's part of his suit. That's not part of him, or it's gonna have to be part of the suit for uh, 
for me. Yeah. Um, but like, how extravagant? Because you know it's me. He died. Yes. You know it's some mink. It's it's mink hair. Uh, he has like this adorning his shoulder and neck area. Right. Which you would think would be so excessive to that man because you know. <laughs> Like three fourths of his um of, of his body circumference is just covered with like body hair, right? And then the, to go with the nude, so yes, it's nude. The neutral colors are lit. Okay, and yes, acrylics on the <laughs> yes. <laughs> the the acrylic dragon claw nails. Love it. The new body cut. Co- I just want you know what I need from Saber Two. I just need like more. I need a a like a range of color. I need variety. Like if he had that body con suit, you know, like when you play a fighting game and you get you know three alternate <laughs> costumes. <laughs> I just need like one that's a nice neon number, like maybe like a neon pink. You know what? He would look. He would look really great in a lime. Like a lime neon. Yes. I can see that with the black. Yes. So that would work. And you know what? Maybe he has had he's had a version of that. Or I could just be making it up. Who knows at this point? But <laughs> I, I definitely see that and I want it. And we have to get the Charles because yes. you know, had me on the ground. <laughs> wheelchair. Yes. Yes. I absolutely <laughs> okay, so for, for those listening at home, <laughs> I'm talking. About, I was weak. We, <laughs> um, I literally was crying, like in tears. And my boyfriend's like, "I, are you and Stephanie tweeting about something again?" And I'm like, "Yes." I'm not blocking you. <laughs> yes. Every time he's like, because. On Twitter, it's it's like literally you or two other people. It's not that many. <laughs> and he's like, what are y'all talking about this time? And so I literally had to walk my boyfriend through <laughs> Stacey Adams. <laughs> what type of men were Stacey Adams? <laughs> then, then I had to walk him through who Tom Joyner was. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think I brought that up on... I don't know if that one time, but it was like a bunch of white people that so didn't get the joke. Dang. But oh, it's tragic. I always think of Charles Xavier and Leandra off on their Spain Tom Joyner cruise because there is a comic panel where they're like at the bow of the ship, just uh, outside of the enclosure. And it's, of course, it's enclosed or whatever, but it just made me, it just gave me Tom Joyner vibes. Uh, they look like the types. They do. They wake up with WGCI. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! And then when I was explaining to my boyfriend, I started singing the Tom Joy the Morning Show theme song. <laughs> it was like, "What is wrong with you?" And I'm like, "I just, I need you to get all these references to know that this is." Awesome. Oh, oh, oh! Yes. <laughs> 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 but I feel that from Xavier okay one of my biggest questions with Xavier is I want to know how his suits are sitting in the wheelchair like are they tailor-made to oh, you get the ankle 
they're tailor-made down to the ankle. Uh, those socks are silk, okay? Yes. Um, and he the shoes are shine because if Xavier's going to do one thing, he is going to make sure that all of that money that he spends uh, from the insurance claims that he <laughs> got them out there built, rebuilding that damn house. But anyway, he is going to use that money because um, he also never knows because there is an episode where he actually has to slide out of his wheelchair to avoid getting hit. And what? <laughs> and I, I don't know. It's from season three, or at least they did the recap or whatever, and they included that in there. And I was like, I gotta go find it. So anyway, he slides out of the wheelchair, it's like a little hatch at the bottom, and he's like fully clothed from top to bottom, but like looking sharp as a tank. So I know for I canonically, yes, yes, he I, is I see that head to toe. Oh, suits. Okay, I who I feel like Donna Karen and <laughs> no shade and I'm talking about early nineties Donna Karen is what Storm. I I can just see it with a nice little some little guest jeans, some Donna Karen boots. Yes. Um, I don't know what type of top though. I feel like okay, so it's definitely Donna Karen, not Donna Karen New York, right? <laughs> Um, I feel like, I feel like Storm secretly has some Jabot jeans in her closet. Oh, absolutely. Yes. I feel like she wears those when she breaking Colossus' ankle on a basketball field. Like, that's, <laughs> on a basketball court. Like, that's what I, that's what I see in my head. And then I see, like, one of those. Just like a simple rib neck Calvin Klein tank top for her. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And you know, then she got like a wet and wavy, you know, Malaysian looking style. Just just like soft, like wet and silky. Like, um, I feel like I have a reference for this. Oh, okay. Like Naomi Campbell and what's that Michael Jackson video? Oh, um. I can't think of the video. But I see the vision. I yeah. see the vision. Yes, absolutely. Oh, my, why can I not? Because I know I've seen that video a lot. Right? I'm like, I feel like somebody going to revoke our black card for this. Please, y'all, don't do that. Cause, cause don't do know, it. That's the only reason. You know, when you're talking about X-Men, everything else just kind of... Exactly. It just it just falls to the sideline. In the closet. That's the name of the song. Okay. All right. I'm like I that sound new to me because yeah because I know what I, what I think of but they hopefully in jail right now getting beat the hell up so <laughs> yes please and thank you okay so well, I didn't yeah. see it, but I'm looking at the little screenshot of the video and yes absolutely yes so it's Michael Jackson in the closet I feel like she's giving you right she's giving you very much Naomi in that. But I also feel like because Storm is a black auntie, she loves a deal. Oh, you know she loves a deal. Storm has coupons that are expired. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> you are going to take these coupons and you are going to honor them. She okay. Me, um, <laughs> one of my aunts. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, listen, the ancestors told me to drop this right here. I heard these shoes was BOGO. So <laughs> what's up? 
like you remember when Payless was like kind of decent in the nineties? I sure do. Yes, like you know, you can go there and get your nice little Sunday like Easter loafer, like something like that. Like I feel like Storm was putting the girls on game and was like, "Listen, Rogue, <laughs> especially Jubilee." Yes, <laughs> I know you love this this overcoat, this jacket, but baby, you're giving me gambit right now. <laughs> We don't know the last time he didn't watch that. We have no idea. <laughs> Let's because are you are you warm? Are you are you cold? Like, baby, what's going on? You got the shorts on, you just want to be prepared at all moments. <laughs> baby, you're so confused. The rain boots. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 remember I control the weather, right? <laughs> it's like, let me know. Like if you if you want me to put the AC on just a little bit, that's another thing. Um <laughs> just storm, storm gives me and i think i have her doing this in living girls where um she is using her powers on herself because the ac is out and they they don't have yes i saw that and i'm like yeah so storm would definitely use her powers to keep herself cool i don't know about the rest of y'all i summon the cold of the arctic winds uh-huh. i'm cool so jubilee is tripping um and also just booted them for like giving jubilee that big giant coat (laughs) it's iconic look but it's just also like could you just imagine what her back felt like in the summer (laughs) (laughs) a little sweat spot in the back okay (laughs) she that's why she ain't taking it off she's like you can't see this (laughs) but you know what she she never knows when charles and them is gonna make her try to uh handle a sentinel all by herself so okay I was just about to bring up the fact, I was like, y'all really be tossing Jubilee like a snowball into hell. Like, <laughs> she is always thrown into these random covert missions and I'm like, baby. She's <laughs> like, is she even done with school yet? <laughs> right? Um, I think this might be from season five uh, or I could be lying, but Jubilee gets stuck in some mud and throws- yes. <laughs> <laughs> her out. And she's like Jubilee's mouthing off about something. And Rose was like, Yeah, we forgot a babysitter. I'm like, but actually, y'all did because you're putting this child in harm's way. Uh-huh. Trash. They remains a oh, I can't. Jubilee is a is a fashion like basket case gone wrong. Poor <laughs> baby. She deserves so much better. She does. But I'm like, you know what? She probably was like, all the other ex bitches are wearing jackets. Okay, because Cyclops running around. I know he had he got on his suit plus the bomber jacket on top of the jacket. And doesn't it have like it looks like one of those like um like like lamb's wool like lined collars? It's exactly that. I know. Yes, girl, you can't be running around in Sherling in New York heat. The musk. <laughs> it's gonna be too much. Okay. I feel like you're gonna like these next like too many portions. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I have you basically have to fill in the blank. You're the first person I'm doing this with because I I just something in my soul tells me you go you gonna nail this. <laughs> so I'm gonna say if it's one thing. A certain character is gonna do, they gonna do blank. Okay. Okay. So if it's one thing Jean gonna do, she gonna 
If it's one thing Jean gonna do, Jean is going to faint and call out for Scott in her mind when she could have just did that shit while she was still conscious. <laughs> Scott! Absolutely. <laughs> okay, if it's one thing Rogue gonna do, she gone. If it's one thing Rogue gonna do, she is going to absorb your powers but do it too much that she can't handle. Fly up and then Storm is going to have to catch her as she falls because she can't handle it. And then she gonna scream. Yes, and she does. <laughs> and Rose scream is something special. Let me. Like, Some voice actors were putting in work. The work. I was just like, this just sounds like the human equivalent of an electrical socket having water poured on top of it. Like it just, it's just like. <laughs> well, you know what? Actually, let me do a redo for. Let me give her another one. I'm a cheat. If it's one thing that Rogue is going to do, she is going to have a very Southern, like, little analogy or barb that is going yes. to think about it for six weeks until you finally get it. Because <laughs> um, I didn't know that whole long-haired cat in a room full of rocking chairs. I didn't know that was a real Southern thing. Yes. And the only reason why I knew that is I think my great-grandmother had said that, had said that to me once. And I was like, oh. I know where that's from. I'm like, this is really specific. Wow. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, yo, fave, if it's one thing Sinister gonna do, he gonna... He gonna fuck with your life. <laughs> For fun. As a treat. Yeah. <laughs> Sinister is the Regina George of the group. <laughs> like, <laughs> he definitely has a burn book. Oh my God. I want to see it. <laughs> right? <laughs> Sinister's burn book is iconic. I want to see it. <laughs> Okay, that's that's it for <laughs> that portion. All right, so the like what I usually close out the episode with is if some of the ex-girls were in 2020, what are modern things that you think that they would be doing? So I feel like an example would be I definitely feel like Jubilee would have a weak ass dance TikTok. Oh, yes. I Just something feels right about that. I feel like maybe we can establish Sabretooth with the, you know, the Fashion Nova, um, <laughs> the Fashion Nova capsule collection. Oh, my God. I feel like Sabretooth would be such a great Fenty ambassador. Absolutely. Him I, and um, Sabretooth and Wolverine, actually, because Wolverine loves a smoky eye. Yes. I've never realized that, but it makes all the sense. And I feel like he is so comfortable with his masculinity that that's not a problem. Absolutely. I mean, you've been alive for so long. I mean, Wolverine has slowly become a fave of mine for really? all because yes I feel like particularly his relationship with women in the comics is always so beautiful it is um have you read Mystery of Madripoor no but I'm on my way to it um and the only reason why I had I, I say no I don't know how I missed that but I'm on my way to it because I was rereading Marauders for like the 11th time and they're there, and also an ex- extreme X Men, which I'm almost done with. Um, they're Ooh, there, girl. Um, that was a yeah. 
talk offline because yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm writing something about it, but I'm writing something fun about it. But oof. I just I feel like I distinctly remember this panel was Storm. Um, is naked in a body of water and she uses a lightning bolt to put her costume on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm writing a fun piece about it because I'm like, I don't know, I ain't gonna drag this. I'm just gonna just show all the ways it's unintentionally funny, but uh-huh. I don't Claremont was, you know what? Chris, Chris <laughs> says, you know, you're, you, you all are getting all of this. I don't <laughs> like it you're you're getting you're getting storm uh being a full-on pansexual uh you are getting um you're getting a little gene and storm flirting going on yes Uh, you're getting storm with a white boy you're gonna get that uh (laughs) you're getting everything because this is what i want you to have you're getting bishop with a full-on silk press he looks like we yes (laughs) we did not talk about that nigga (laughs) Because <laughs> my boyfriend was like, so what do you call his hair? <laughs> and I was like, I think that would be like a full-on Jerry curl. Like it's Sometimes like it's like a Jerry mullet. It's like, a Jerry mullet, but in this, in that extreme, like it's it's pressed out. So but you know what? It's giving me relaxing vibes though. Because mm. it's like he is four weeks into the relaxer, so the bounce is <laughs> all the way there but it's still like loose enough or whatever so anyway i mean that okay that makes all the sense (laughs) um okay do you have any 2020 um you know collabs social media platforms that the ex-girls would be take partaking in yes so who is my conspiracy theorist? I was thinking of this other day, and Ooh. I feel like that's Morph. I mean, I know we don't get a lot of him, but Morph I can see that. Yeah, he actually has a Charles Xavier hate account, but it's his burner. <laughs> so, oh, yes. I love this. And sometimes he gives the passwords to other folks so they can get, you know, their grievances out. <laughs> they can get in on the action? <laughs> yes. Um, Lorna? Okay. Uh, yeah, definitely. Ig, her and Psylocke are like they have a combined page or whatever where they oh are flat tummy tea. Um, <laughs> they're giving you waist trainers. Uh, they are brand influencers all the way. Oh my god! Not the flat tummy tea. <laughs> <laughs> they're giving you flat tummy tea. Uh, strong guy. Oh, okay. OnlyFans. Oh. He definitely does. Um, because he's, you know, strong guy, but also at the same time, like he's like a teddy bear. Right. So he's got a whole little niche pocket. He has his fans. Like he is strong guy is pulling in money. You know what? He ain't really getting naked like that on there either. Like strong guy is like like doing things like I will read this book to you in my silk underwear, like that type of stuff is happening. Uh, oh, I love that. <laughs> so that's going on. And hmm, Magneto definitely has a YouTube page. 
like the videos, like the videos went from being like really terrible because he was like editing, editing them and stuff himself. But then he called in um, one of his kids. Yes. Wanda, come and put this spell on this. (laughs) So (laughs) they came and uh, got their rights together for him. So he definitely has a YouTube page. And you know what he's doing? He's actually not even doing anything sinister. He is cooking. McNeil has a full one cook with Magneto uh, YouTube page. Yes. yes. I love that. Oh my God, cooking with Magnus. Yes. Okay. Listen, what? Marvel, if you all are listening right now, please. Right? Don't do that it with your covers. That is elegant. I, I love want it. it. Yes. And I could just see him like, doing all these fun camera angles from having a camera like floating like in in like weird spaces and stuff that is stuff i love that <laughs> okay i feel like i'm trying to think if i have any more um i feel like nightcrawler would have a poetry instagram yes spoken word yes it would be it would be spoken words, and I feel like it would just be these really like soft, like '80s sepia tone edited videos <laughs> that just have him in like some like field in the I don't know, like the Appalachians, something. No, I can tell. I <laughs> I just feel like he would be just you know reading you nice poetry before bed. Yes, and he would stay on live all the time. Like you get. Oh my god! Yes, I can see that. I also feel like Quentin would be on live all the time. Oh, without a doubt. This, I mean, we're not even questioning that. So yes, I also feel like he's a Twitter troll. Yeah. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I think of one more. Ah, uh, the cuckoos. Cause I, I don't know, I kind of like yes. them, whatever. But they definitely would be on all social media platforms, just right. playing the folks. I, just playing. I just see the level of mind games. Like, there's a girl I follow on TikTok, and all she does is expose people's cheating partners. <laughs> yes, that's that's them. That's what they're doing. <laughs> and she's like, welcome to Messy Talk. And I just, that feels right for them. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I would expect nothing less. Uh, and anybody else? I feel like that's it for me. Um, I, oh, I do think Storm has a plant Instagram. Yes. She is it's probably private though, knowing her. Well, you know what? It started out private and then somebody somehow talked her into it. Now she is the Tabitha Brown of uh plant mamas. Yes, hello there. So because <laughs> you know she loves to give a monologue. And that's actually what that's <laughs> that oh yes. So that's what she's doing in these videos while she's explaining to you about how to take care of your pants, your plants. (laughs) Oh my God. I love that. Um, I feel like I'm, I want something for Cyclops, but I can't, I can't read it. Oh yes. 
I know we give Cyclops a lot. Um, and I'm actually starting to feel a little bit differently about his character just because I'm like, but actually your abandonment and like Charles kind of exploiting you and all these other things are why you are the way you are. So right. the boy be trans, but um, he would definitely be on Reddit. I can see that. Okay. See, this was... This is this is why I needed you on here. I I wrote down so much shit. <laughs> okay, so I feel like our time has come to a close. Yes. We made it to the end. I, I thank you so much for inviting me on. I have been enjoying everything that you've done so far. Um, I was like, where was this podcast? When I was working in the lab with no windows, and- <laughs> <laughs> now, it was something else. But <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad you like it. Um, I just, I honestly just wanted something um, super relaxed. And I mean, part of part of my criteria for each episode is I'm like, I just want to laugh. <laughs> I just want to laugh with someone and have like. A really great time. And this is kind of like meant to be like a love letter to like all of my friends and my social friends. Like, I'm like, I happen to know a lot of cool people, you being one of them. I'm like, why not? Let's talk about all the things we gag on <laughs> on the socials. Well, I love it. It's it's great. And it's definitely got that feel. So kudos to you for like, you know what, let me put this together because it has been a huge blessing. It really has. Yay, thank you so much, Steph. (laughs) Okay, Steph, so can you let everyone know, um, first off, um, where they can find your comic and and your bylines and then um, where to follow you on social? All right, so um, as far as my comics, I have a... (laughs) a web page that's supposed to have been uh, put up. So maybe by the time you listen to this, it will be up, but it's called uh, Damn It's Funny. Uh, that is from the Monique clip of... The Mo- Monique, why would you... Yes! Damn It is Funny. Because that is like... That should be on my tombstone. So oh my God, Steph. That's iconic. Okay, that's great. <laughs> so I'm hoping and praying by the time y'all hear this, it's actually live because it is done. I'm just being uh, really meticulous. So, um, but... Um, it's not up. You can actually find um, me on Linktree under Steph Will, um, Stephanie Williams, where you can find links to both my comics, uh, But What If Though and Parenthood Activate. They're actually both on Webtoons as well. So just search those names and they'll pop right up. Um, and as far as where you can find me on socials, uh, that's at Steph underscore I underscore Will. My middle name does not start with the I. Don't know why. I didn't want to create that. I was, because I had Instagram, just got an iPhone. I was like, oh, I can do Instagram now. And I, I don't know, it's like being corny. I was like, Steph, I will. Like, Steph, Will. Oh, will. yeah. <laughs> Never knowing that that would be something where, like, oh, there are like 20,000 people following you. Um, and for referring to you that way. So anyway, that's where you can find me on both Twitter and Instagram. And most of my bylines, again, you can find that at um, fangirls, uh, sci-fi wire fangirls.com. And again, that's also available in the link tree. And uh, yeah, Marvel, you'll be able to find me on there too. Uh, so I know. Oh, congrats. That is so exciting. I'm so glad you got in there. 
I am too. I'm actually surprised, but I'm very excited too because I'm like, y'all know what I write about, right? (laughs) You know it's always dragon season over here, right? Hey, even if I'm doing it in a nice way. No, but I think I think it all honestly before we like wrap up, I think you find you find a really nice balance of um, you know, I was explaining to my boyfriend why like why I love your work. And I think you find this balance of just being really raw and and like and I feel like because of that, it's what makes it funny. Um and also just attaching these franchises to like different things that I feel like are parallel to your blackness. Yes, I appreciate that. Cause you know that is so, yeah, it is the most exciting thing about like how you write. Because I'm like, I'm black, so you know, whatever I do is going to be that. Um, and I think by like not having to focus on reminding y'all of that, that makes sense. Cause you know, like sometimes we'll see work and it's just like, oh, y'all are really trying to remind us that. Yeah. Yep. And I'm like, because like I wake up and I go to sleep a Negro. So <laughs> that is going to, you know what I mean? Like that's going to come out. Okay. So yeah. um, I really appreciate that. And I really love that you said that because that just affirmation to me, like, yeah, girl, keep just doing what you do. Yes, please do. Because I feel like there's this really niche market for like, like just the fact that we chopped it up with Emma Frost wearing an Adriana fur, like I'm like that is so specific. And these are like conversations. Like all of my friends back home in Chicago are black gay nerds. So like this is this is what our conversations like. That's what that's what it normally sounds like. So I'm like you like there is a whole pocket of the internet that definitely rallies behind that type of content. So please keep making it. Like, we love it. Thank you. And I will, because I'm actually about to, I'm going to put that together as soon as we get off. Okay. All right. Thank you for listening, everyone. We are signing out. Um, Anything you want to say, crazy stuff? I I don't know. Only thing is, is please remember that Charles Xavier is a bald head bitch. Yes, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>